This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and it is a new year as I am recording. So happy new year to all of you. And I just pray that uh, this is a blessed year for um, you and your family. Well, today we are going to talk about routine and prayer for Christians, and this is episode 74, and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com, um, or you can go to Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and find this podcast as well as others that are on this network. And there are some really great podcasts uh, from other podcasters that I'm sure will bless you. Well, when life throws you a curve, sometimes it's good to fall back on routines. And I found that uh, recently uh, with a to-do list that was growing and needed to uh, continuously be updated. And I found myself taking um, my to-do list each day and putting more than half of it on on uh, the following day because I wasn't getting anything done. In fact, I stopped making lists for the last uh, few days, I have to say, um, because I felt like half of my time was just making a list. So I realized that um, as I was looking back and feeling overwhelmed and that I really wasn't spending enough time in prayer with the Lord, that I actually was doing more than I realized. And that is what I want to encourage you about today. I believe that routines are very helpful. And sometimes when you feel uh, that you are so busy and um, life isn't any in any stretch of the imagination under control, um, really during any time in our lives, is it? Uh, but that you can find and fall back on routines. And so, as I'm sharing today, and we look at the differences, um, you know, what is the difference between routines and habits? And I believe that they're similar, but a routine is actually doing that habit, whatever that is. And there are many lists out there for good Christians to follow. And I find most of them, again, overwhelming, especially when I want to keep things simple. 
And I've had to keep things simple because otherwise it seems that I'm not going to get it done. And if it isn't within my grasp or small little steps, I feel that, um, you know, we tend to give up. My husband often says, if you're not growing in your relationship with the Lord, then you're not just stagnant. You're actually going backwards. And while you may or may not agree with that philosophy, for me, it gives me time to pause and think. You know, some people overanalyze, and I am one of those people. And when things go right, you know, everything's going well, and we kind of go with the flow. But when they don't, I'm ready to stop and figure out what's going on behind it. And during the busy holiday season, um, I had, you know, kids home from college and family that stopped in um, more than one time and a mother-in-law who ended up um, being in the hospital on Christmas Day uh, in regard to a fall and then they found some other issues going on with her heart and my father-in-law is in a nursing home. So we ended up um, making some unexpected trips um, up and back to Tampa as we were you know, visiting and, um, you know, checking on things. And that's about a two hour drive just one way. And so, you know, with that happening within our family, with my kids home from school and wanting to spend time with them and just the, you know, regular busyness, um, we had a birthday we celebrated with one of my grandsons and my daughter is going to be 21 um, away from home. Uh, she'll be in college and I wanted to celebrate um, her day, even if it was a few months early, um, there was just a lot going on. And so I looked at it and said, you know, gosh, I'm not really having that quiet time or praying with the Lord. But I do go to, to um, Mass daily. And even with my kids home, um, you know, I went as much as I possibly could and I was missing some days. And I found that that habit, that routine of going to church each morning, it gives me purpose. I get up, you know, have a cup of coffee um, and get dressed and I and my day gets started and I leave the house and then I come back, you know, within an hour and it just gives me that sense of purpose and doing and on occasion, um, one or both kids that were home from school came with me. And it was such a blessing to have them there. But I found, too, that I looked back at my, you know, at, at what I was doing, and I found that a lot of times I'm on autopilot. And that's what kind of surprised me when I was thinking that, gosh, I'm not really um, ha- making the most of my time with the Lord. I actually was doing more than I thought. So sometimes the biggest thing you need to do is go back and look at what your goals are as a Christian. And I'm just going to put some generic ones here. These are not necessarily mine um, or anyone's I know, but I'm being as general as possible, um, you know, mostly for this listening audience. And so, you know, goals for a Christian can be anything for from like number one, time for prayer, two, time for reading the Bible, three, time for growing in my relationship with the Lord, four, time to look at my life and make changes, five, time to share my faith, and six, time for family and friends. And your goals could be different, but look at how you're spending your time growing in your faith and what you'd like to change. And again, start small and add to the list. 
and give yourself a break. I had to do that when I, um, you know, realized that I was feeling a little bit um, kind of more, not so much frustrated as floundering. I felt like, you know, I, I wasn't quite um, doing the things that I do when I get back from church because I had people here and, um, you know, things were changing. So because my routine um, was changed a little bit, I really was feeling like, okay, well, what do I do next? And so a lot of times, um, you know, we, we're hard on ourselves. And so that this is a time to give yourself a break. And when things don't go as planned, you know, again, don't get down, don't get depressed, um, and kind of just get refocused. And what are the constants in your life? What are those things that you want to approve improve upon. And, um, you know, if you can't do whatever that thing is, you know, I always talk about that one thing, then just go on to the next and regroup and work it out that way. Again, um, do what works best for you. There can be things in your life that you're dealing with, um, obviously, that are different than mine. And you're going to have to look at what that is and just manage your time as you can. And when things don't go as planned, again, remember, just focus on the Lord. We have to focus on Him and not necessarily on all the things that need to get done because God is there for us. And so many times after a tragedy or after some, you know, really low point in our lives, we can look back and see the Lord there. And sometimes we can't see him in that in that moment, but he is there. You know, my goals have changed as I've grown in the Lord. And as I've shared in previous podcasts, for me, it's that quiet time and just listening that is where I've grown the most and where I have to grow the most, if that makes any sense. It's still a hard obstacle for me to just be quiet before the Lord and listen. And the only place I come closest to listening to the Lord is at church. There's something about church that gives me time to focus on the Lord, just close my eyes and listen. And please know that, um, you know, I felt the closeness to the Lord at different times and different degrees in my life. And I feel like it's like the waves on a beach. That closeness at times has ebbed and flowed. There are times I'd pray and only hear silence. And I believe that in those times of silence, that's when the Lord teaches us to be disciples and allows us that quiet time to do an inner reflection. It also takes discipline to be quiet before the Lord. And for many of us, myself included, that discipline is so needed. It takes all of our strength to persevere, but please do not give up. It may mean we have to repent before the Lord and ask the Lord if there's something we need to ask forgiveness for. For me, often it was stress and not relying or trusting on Him. I've had to ask the Lord's forgiveness for my lack of trust. Do I know intellectually that the Lord is in charge of everything and that He has everything under control? Of course I do. Yet it's difficult for me to trust without holding back. And I don't know if you have that same issue. But for me, that is one of the things that I work the hardest to overcome. Do you have a place to pray? Where is your place? 
Do you have a prayer chair or even a prayer corner? Do you have, you know, somewhere that you go and you know that when you're there, your Bible's there, your journal's there, it's somewhere that you can go and just focus on the Lord. Some years ago, I helped a lady write a book, and it was her um, about her life, and she wanted to leave a legacy to her children and her grandchildren. And so um, the way she started writing this book was kind of like a, a little... Um, you know, prelude, uh, or, you know, it was more like a, uh, before the introduction, she wrote a little, um, a little bit about how she came to the decision to write the book. And she talked about sitting on her chair and she called it her prayer chair. And it was a really comfortable chair that had an ottoman. And when she moved to Florida, um, she ended up bringing that chair with her. And even though, It did not match the decor at all. She still had to bring it because that was a chair where she had sat for years and years, you know, raising her children who were now adults and her husband um, had preceded her in in death. And and, um, this lady now has gone to be with the Lord. I heard recently that she died and her book was delightful. I loved it. It was like you know, reading about um, a time that had gone by, kind of like a little house in the prairie. And um, and so, you know, this chair was important to her because this is where she sat and she prayed. And as she was sharing in her book, she was praying and she asked the Lord, okay, Lord, you know, it's springtime's coming up and I want to, you know, plant some plants and which ones do you think I should plant? And I mean, she was asking the Lord everything, not just, you know, about the daily things, you know, Lord, help me to be strong or, you know, whatever that was. I mean, she was asking the Lord for what we would consider the everyday, you know, like up down to the minutia of what plants should I plant? And that takes to me great faith that you don't do anything. She wasn't moving one foot before the other without checking with the Lord. And as she was in the midst of planting her garden, she said the Lord kept talking to her about this book idea that she had thought about throughout her life and thought, yeah, I would like to, you know, share with my kids um, more uh, like in concrete or in writing what had happened in her family about their grandparents and a lot of the stories they knew, but she wanted to put it all in one place. And especially since, you know, her husband was gone and um, he had, uh, you know, fought of the battle of um, dementia and had actually been diagnosed for that. And she was his main caregiver for many, many years. And so she wanted to leave this legacy. And as she was thinking about her plants, the Lord kept bringing to mind this book that she had put off so much of her life. And that's when she finally focused, sat down, and wrote this book because she felt she was being led by the Lord. But also, what faith this woman had, um, and what an example to me. And I think we should all uh, take her example. And and, um, in the podcast notes, I will also put a link uh, to her book, which I found, you know, very fascinating. Uh, it, it was a wonderful story. So, you know, the focus today, just to recap on what we've discussed, is 
on routine habits and growing in your faith. And remember to pick one thing today to focus on and begin now. And also, I pray that we have um, faith such as this lady did in that she was able to rely on God for everything, even the simplest things that we would take for granted. Well, let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for giving me a sense and a heart for loving you and wanting to be in your presence. Thank you for giving me the gift of faith and for allowing it to grow each day. I ask that you help me with the daily routines and allow me the time to follow them in order to spend time with you, not only in prayer and petition, but also in silence. It is in the silence that I learn discipline and to be a disciple. In the silence, I learn what it is about myself that needs to be changed. Lord, is there something that I need to repent and ask forgiveness for? Is there something I am lacking? It is in the asking that we are freed, and I ask this, Lord, in your precious name. Dear Lord, please help me in my prayer, help me in my prayer routines, and to create good habits within me. I also ask for the following intentions. Thank you, my God, for always being there for me. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.